Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ has forgiven you. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. God's word for our consideration this morning is the second lesson that we heard a few minutes ago. St. Paul wrote these words by inspiration of the Holy Spirit to the Christian church in Rome and to you as well. He says, Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who mourn. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. This is the word of our Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, who does not treat us as our sins deserve, but loves us and forgives us and now calls on us to love and forgive each other too. Dear friends, fight fire with fire. You've all heard that phrase, right? Do you know where it comes from? The origin of that phrase, the the fire that was being spoken of that was fought against was literally fire. It refers to a a technique in in doing wildland firefighting that's been used for many, many years. That technique involves lighting controlled backburns, burns that uh, are are designed to, to consume all of the fuel when a wildfire is raging and pushing forward rapidly. The the, the thinking is that if you light your own fire and burn up the brush and the grass or small trees, by the time the wildfire gets to that point, there's nothing left to burn and that fire will stop or at least hopefully slow down a little bit. Makes sense. It's effective fighting fire with fire. But when people use that phrase, they're not usually talking about fires that they're fighting against. They're talking about people. Fight fire with fire. If somebody goes against you, you go against them. If they hit, you hit back and you hit back harder. If they go low, you go lower. It's us against them. Fighting fire with fire makes sense when you're fighting a wildland fire. And to the world, it makes sense when you're fighting against people who don't like you and hate you and oppose you. That's the way of the world. But that's not God's way. This morning, like we heard last Sunday, where Jesus told us how God's ways are so often so very different than the ways of this world. We see that in action this morning in what Jesus said in our Gospel, but also what St. Paul, inspired by God the Holy Spirit, said to the Romans. He didn't say, fight fire with fire. He said, fight fire with forgiveness. So that raises the question, how? And another question, why? On the basis of God's Word, let's answer that. Let's see why. First of all, number one reason why we can, why we do, why we must fight fire with forgiveness is this. Because that's how Christ deals with us. Because we are forgiven. It doesn't make any sense to the world, what what we heard Jesus say and what we hear St. Paul say in our lessons this morning. 
why in the world would you love somebody who hates you? Why would you do good to somebody who does evil to you? To many people, they'd say, number one, it's foolish. And number two, bottom line, it's impossible. Can't do it. And I would agree with them. I would agree, number one, it sounds foolish. And I would agree, number two, it is impossible to do that. Impossible, that is, for those who don't know or believe in Christ's forgiveness of us. So why is it that we Christians can fight fire with forgiveness? How can we be good to those who are bad to us? Well, to be honest, you're not going to find the answer to that in the verses that we have in this portion of Paul's letter to the Romans before us this morning. To get the answer, you've got to backtrack just a little bit. You have to go back to the very beginning of chapter 12 of Paul's letter to the Romans. That's where he starts out this section by saying, here's why. He starts the, that chapter of Romans with saying, in view of God's mercy... And then he goes on to tell us all of these other things. In view of God's mercy. Let's, let's pull that apart a little bit. Let, let's do a little deeper dive into what does that mean. What, what is God's mercy? Well, God's mercy is, is not simply a, a kind of a generic uh, feeling or attitude he has. It's something very, very specific. Here's what God's mercy is. God's mercy is this. He gave up the most precious thing he had. His Son. He gave up His Son, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, God's eternal Holy Son, gave up His life on the cross so that we might be forgiven. So that our broken relationship with our Creator, the one we broke by our sin, might be restored. And it is. And that means God loves us we're part of His family. He has forgiven us. He's given us a, a, an eternal future with Him in heaven. And that's why, that's why we can forgive others. That's why we can do good to those who do bad to us. Because that's how God treats us. You know, if we didn't know that, that amazing and, and liberating and, and, and life-altering and comforting truth, if we didn't know that our relationship with God is restored and that we get to live with Him forever in heaven, that would mean this. Our entire purpose of existing in this world is simply to survive. Really, that's, that's the truth. Without Christ in the picture, without God's promise of eternal salvation, that's all you got left. Survive at all costs. And that means this. If someone's fighting you, you fight right back. Why? Because your goal is simply to survive. Like a pack of vicious dogs. But that's not who we are. And that's not why we're here. We're not vicious dogs bent on mere survival. We're God's children. And we know we will live forever with Him, with each other in, in heaven. And that means we can forgive and do good and be merciful even to those who don't forgive us and do bad to us and are anything but merciful to us. 
There's another reason, though, that St. Paul gives to us this morning why we can and must fight fire with forgiveness. And that's this, because finally, God, our holy and powerful and just God, is in control. That's what St. Paul is saying when in our lesson this morning, he says, do not repay anyone evil for evil. He says, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Let's just pause there for a minute. Note what he says. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do you hear what he's doing there? He's conceding, you know what, it's not possible. It's not possible to live at peace with everyone because there are those who are evil and do evil. But the answer isn't to fight evil with evil. And that's why he goes on quoting from the book of Proverbs to say, It is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. God doesn't tell us to back down from evil. We are not to tolerate evil. We are not to fight evil with evil. God didn't entrust us with the job of setting everything right in the world. That's not our job. That's His job. And He will do that. He will do that in His eternal, perfect justice that will be carried out. Rest assured. Just knowing that, just knowing that the evil that we see in the world around us, that grows stronger every day, and it does, doesn't it? But just knowing that, it will be taken care of. God will right all of the wrongs. Frees us. It frees us to now do good and reach out with love and forgiveness. Because it's not our job to seek revenge, to right all the wrongs of the universe. It's God's job. And He will do that. He will indeed carry that out. It's God's job to right the wrongs, to get revenge. So what's our job? Jesus gave us our job before He ascended into heaven, didn't He? What did He tell His disciples before He ascended? He didn't say, go and get revenge on all these evil people out there. He said, Go and make disciples of all nations. And that leads us to our final reason why we can indeed and why we must fight fire with forgiveness. Listen again as as St. Paul, again quoting from the book of Proverbs, says, If your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. That doesn't make sense, does it? Why would you feed a hungry enemy? Why would you give something to drink to somebody who hates you, who's bloodthirsty? Why would you quench their thirst with water? Let's admit it. Fighting fire with fire is satisfying. You know, when somebody comes at us and we get to come right back at them, it feels good for a little while, but not for long. 
when it comes to fighting wildland fires, fighting fire with fire is indeed an effective technique. It is almost never effective when it comes to dealing with people who oppose us. You know what happens. Somebody comes at you, you come right back at them. What happens? Do they stop? Almost never. They turn up the heat. And they come back harder. So what do we, what do, we do? Come back harder? And all of a sudden, it's ratcheting up. The heat gets turned up. It, it, and it explodes in our face. Well, what happens when someone comes at us with hate and we come back at them with love and forgiveness? Often, everything is ratcheted down. The hate and the hurt slow down, maybe stop. But, but, but understand this, though. It, God isn't telling us to do this simply to, to um, diffuse an explosive situation and make life easier for ourselves. There's a far better reason. And we get that at the very end of that section of Proverbs that St. Paul just quoted after he says, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. He says this, In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. What's he talking about? What are those burning coals? It's the conscience. The conscience of those who have done evil and persecuted and hated us. Burning coals on your head? That's the the heat they feel from their own conscience, the shame that God willing they will, they will feel and recognize because of their own sins against us. Ashamed and hopefully, God willing, repentant. Because that is the bottom line. That is why we repay evil with good. That is why we forgive those who hurt and hate us. Because our prayer is that they would repent and turn to Christ who forgives all of us. In fighting fire with forgiveness, our purpose isn't to get back at enemies. It's to make them not just friends, but through the Gospel of Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters in Christ. It's not natural. And it's not easy fighting fire with forgiveness, is it? But when we struggle with doing that, remember Jesus. Remember Jesus, first of all, as an example. Look at Him. You know, In our Gospel, Jesus said, if someone slaps you, turn the other cheek. Look at Jesus at His trials on Good Friday. Look at Jesus who forgave those, even those who drove nails into His hands and into His feet. Look to His example, but look way beyond them, way beyond Him as an example. Look at what He did for you and for me as our substitute. He did that for us. He fought fire with forgiveness for those who were His enemies, for those who sinned against Him and hurt Him. And that includes us. And we're not his enemies anymore. We're his friends, his brothers, his sisters. He forgives us. Now we get to forgive each other by fighting fire with forgiveness. Amen. 
And the peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Please stand.